Hey there, everybody. Happy Friday, and welcome to the Friday Five Podcast with Lori and Jane. Um, we want to welcome everybody. Uh, we want to just get this out of the way in the very beginning and just let you know that we have a website that we would love for you to visit. Look for us. Yes, please do. It's the it's FridayFivePodcast.com. Um, and there you can find all our links to our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our email address. Um, we'd love to have you visit. It's super easy to find. Super easy. Even I can find it. Yes, I was shocked when Lori actually <laughs> told me she found it. Um, but also, um, be sure to find us on iTunes and subscribe and give us a review and let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. So give us just, a topic too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've actually, since we started last week, I've had a lot of people email me and give me topics to consider. Uh Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mo mostly good ones. Okay, good. Um, well, we're going to dive right in today, and today we are starting um, off with five random questions. That's our topic for the week. Okay. Is we just answer five randomly chosen questions and see what answers we come up with. Probably not the same. <laughs> I, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. All right. So I know my answer is obvious, but what is your favorite season of the year? Mine is winter. Mine too. Why? Christmas. I love all things Christmas. I love the decorations. I am a fanatical about, I have an outdoor light show that's set to music and a radio station. I'm known as that house in my area. You are. I am. You are. You do it quite well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my husband and I throw a Christmas party every year. We've been doing it for over 20 years. It's our favorite event that we do all year mm -hmm. and I love watching Hallmark Christmas movies and I just I love everything about I love the Christmas carols I love the food I love Christmas so I love that and now the reasons that I love winter <laughs> not Christmas related <clears throat> I love cold weather yes snow mm -hmm. and turtlenecks I, you you love winter because of turtlenecks? I do. That's a big day. There are numerous people in my life that know that I love a turtleneck. Probably more than I should. So is your countdown calendar not to Christmas, but to first turtleneck? First turtleneck, probably, <laughs> yes. Um, I do enjoy Christmas for the decorations, uh, the music, and Hallmark. Of and, course. of course... Um, and then of course my birthday is in December. Yeah. Very important day. Yes. Um, but I just enjoy just kind of that. I just, I just like it. Everything seems at peace when it's quiet yeah, and, and cold. And I think that's why I like it as well as everybody seems nicer in mm -hmm. winter. Um, that, that time frame between Thanksgiving and the beginning of January. I mean, everybody's just, everybody's just a lot more gracious and friendly mm -hmm. and, even they, even going to the malls, like shopping and things like I don't get all crazy about that. Right. I do enjoy going shopping on Christmas Eve and wishing really? everybody Merry Christmas because it drives them crazy. <laughs> but I do not, I just don't stress about it. And it's usually family getting together and getting to see friends that I don't normally see all the time. So um, winter, big fan. 
you know, you talk about going shopping on Christmas Eve. I've never gone shopping on Christmas Eve, but most movies have, like, if they're going shopping, they're going out on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Do you see a lot of people in malls on Christmas Eve when you're shopping? Of course you do. And huh. you get you get the best deals. I guess. Well, I because guess so because they need they to get are, rid of it. Before. They are ready to get rid of all their inventory. So a lot of times, if you know what you want and you know it, I think it depends on are you buying for a kid that has that special toy that's going to be the most popular item and go away. Right. Or um, if you're buying for adults, it goes on forever. Yeah. So No, that's true. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I love cold weather, too. And I love to watch people be panicked about stuff. And then they're just like randomly throwing stuff in, you know, in their baskets up on the, to the register and things like that. I mean, I remember my brother and I working, we were both, I was still in high school and he was older. And this was before all of the stores are open and everything. And the only thing open was like a drugstore, like a Walgreens or Eckerd's or something. Right. And the line just being like 15 people deep in mm. there on a Christmas Eve. And everybody, you you can only imagine the joys <laughs> of their families. Because Whitman samplers, I think, for everybody at that point. But um, And toenail clippers and <laughs> whatever else you yes, get at Walgreens. Yes, all those wonderful things. But um, yes, big fan of winter. Yeah, me too. Big I agree. fan. All right. Well, see, we agreed on the first one. I know. Who would have thought? I think now, I don't know how many episodes we're in, but this is maybe twice that we've agreed on something, so this is shocking. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right, favorite teacher and why? I know mine. I know mine as well. My kids know mine, because I talk about them all the time. Okay. When I was in college, I... was going to say, I bet yours is college. Yep. And I got to college, and everybody told me to take this history professor, because he's really easy... And you can just get through the class and be done. Don't take Dr. Eastman. And so I took that other professor and I was bored out of my mind and I barely Mm -hmm. passed the class. So the next semester when I had to take another history class, I thought, you know what? Everybody told me not to take Dr. Eastman. I'm going to take Dr. Eastman anyway. And so I took his class for History 102 and I was hooked He was an amazing professor. I ended up becoming a history minor because after that, I took history every semester just so I could have Dr. Eastman in my class. He became a mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, He became a friend. I adored Dr. Eastman. And actually, when he retired probably eight or nine years ago, I was invited to come see his final lecture. And it had been 20 plus years since I saw him. And when the lecture ended, I walked up and he's like, well, hey, Jane. I mean, he he knew who I was, even though he's had thousands of students come in his class since I was a student. But he still knew who I was. I just I love that man. I just he he was an inspiring professor. Still teaching, not teaching. No, he retired after that last lecture. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm very sad that all these students have missed out on how great he was. But I'm just so grateful that people told me not to take him because I rebelled against that. And I took him and just absolutely fell in love. He, he was a fantastic professor. He's probably the professor I needed so that I would like history. 
he he really brought it made history it fun. alive. Yeah, fun and alive. And I and I remember I would always take the easy route on his test. You could either do like a a, a question exam where you do true false multiple choice fill in the blank or you could do an essay and i realized that i would i could do the essay and just talk about stuff i could remember and not worry about stuff i couldn't remember and so i always got pretty high b's on my exams and i mean that was all three and a half years that i took him and towards the end when i was about to graduate he said to me i said to him Dr. Eastman, how come you have never given me an A in any of your classes? He said, because you haven't given me an A semester yet. And I'm like, well, daggone. <laughs> <laughs> but he was right. I mean, right. He, he knew I wasn't doing all that I could. And he was ready to reward me if I did just go that extra mile. Right. But I just wanted to enjoy his classes and not worry about it. And as, lo- as long as I was making high Bs. It sounds like it I'm was fine. story time for you. It, it totally was. Yeah. It totally was. That's, I love that guy. That's amazing. Yeah. So who's your favorite teacher? My favorite teacher, uh, go back a little bit further, fifth grade, Miss Bridges. Miss Bridges. Loved her. Loved her. What did she teach? Um, fifth well, it was grade, fifth grade. You didn't have subjects. That's right. Fifth grade was everything. And I had, we had moved and we were still in the same town, but I was going to a different elementary school. And so that was a big move from my neighborhood I'd grown up in. I just loved her. She was tough. She was strict. And everybody knew that I was her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but I, she made me work. I yeah. mean, she made everybody work. I mean, there were no easy grades in there. And she was very traditional, I guess. And she did attend, she attended the church where I attended. And um, even after getting out of the fifth grade and people that I still am friends with that were in that class with me would always say, well, you know, you were her pet. And I was like, but I worked really hard in that (laughs) class. I did. Yeah. Um, but she did things that she shouldn't have done, probably, like read Bible stories to us. And we, she always read a book. There was always a book that she was reading. You know, I right. love to hear reading chapters like what you were saying about mm-hmm. your teacher. Yeah. Um, learned so much that year, but it was just a transition from moving from one school to another school for just one year because then we went to a different school, oh, everybody. Okay. So that was huge. And she, she was just so wonderful to me always. When I graduated from high school, she sent me a, a gift. And we were living in a different city at that point. Oh, that's great. And um, she passed away just a few years ago. But um, just loved her. And it wasn't because she made things easy for me right. or anything like that. But um, I just love that traditional kind of this is the line, don't cross the line. And right. You, you like structure and order and she provided that. (laughs) Yes, she did. And she was, she was always willing to help out. I mean, even when I was in, um, middle school, junior high, she would, she would give me books or recommend books for me to do or read and, you know, just different things like that. So she just, she just always has been, my person. Yeah. It's interesting that we both picked professors or teachers that were tougher 
Mm -hmm. as opposed to the easy you can do anything i'm not worried about a grade get away with anything we picked yeah ones that actually wanted us to try it might speak to who we are as people <laughs> a little bit because i'm not yeah i'm uh, yeah mm -mm. i'm not that fluffy little try and try and just get by no even with young kids i love all of you but i don't necessarily like all of you <laughs> All right, well, question number three. Are I'm ready. You, are you a good singer? Have you ever sung in public, karaoke, in front of people? Um, Those are kind of two questions. Number one, are you a good singer? Am I a good singer? I've, I've always been in choir and things like that through church, uh -huh. but just by nature of it being church, they can't necessarily turn <laughs> you away. No, they can't. Um, I would have solos sometimes. Oh, Within a within a song, not a whole song. Not a whole Let's song. Settle down, Jane. <laughs> settle down. Um, but I went to one of my best friends. She and I used to go to music camp together and sing. And so that's funny. Yeah, it is <laughs> not band camp. So settle down on that one too. But um, I don't know that I'm a good singer. But I don't think that I am the worst singer. Have you done karaoke? Of course, I've done karaoke. <laughs> did people applaud or I've did never, they... I now will say I've never done karaoke alone. Okay. Apparently, I like a group. <laughs> yes. I'm not Beyonce. I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, I don't really, I haven't done it enough to have a go-to karaoke song, but I know that I will never get on stage with a friend of mine and do Rapper's Delight <laughs> again. Again? Again. Oh, my goodness. Because that song a is a little... to the hibbity. <laughs> hip, hip, hop to you don't stop. To the... I'm not going to go any further, but I could. That song goes on forever. Yes. And ever. It's, it's not a and short ever. song. Yes. I do enjoy a crowd-pleasing song. You know, any any kind of ABBA songs are fun. Mm -hmm. Every, the, get the crowd. In, I mean, that's the key to karaoke, right? right. Unless you're an amazing singer. you got to have crowd. Yeah, crowd-pleasers. Crowd-pleasers. Prince. Well, Prince is a good one. Yeah, let's yeah. go crazy. Yeah, what have you got? Um, I, I'm a decent singer. My sister is a better singer. Okay. She, um, she definitely is better than me, but I can hold my own. I'm more of a harmony singer. So if, if there's someone singing the lead, I'll pick up the harmony and do backup. I'm a, I'm a good backup singer. I've done karaoke many do times. Do you dance? Do you do the, <laughs> the little, the, like the yeah, temptations? Yeah, we're both doing that. <laughs> Too bad this is podcast. <laughs> no, I do not dance although i remember i did a talent show when i was in college and it was a solo and so it was just me out on the stage by myself in front of 500 classmates and i did have to move around the stage because it was an up-tempo song i did not dance i, I did don't you just walk in circles i don't yes <laughs> i just paced paced back and forth I, angrily singing my song though. I too was on stage for a talent show and I don't even know why my mother thought that <laughs> how, I, she should encourage me to do how that how old were you when you did a talent show um, I think it was third grade okay this was college for me oh yeah so see, I 
I, I was young been. and then I grew up and I said no more. Then yeah. I said moving on to karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I easily could have been heckled, but I was not. Yes. Yeah. But now my go-to karaoke song is I Am Woman by Helen Reddy. Oh, you don't have to tell me who it's by. <laughs> Eight-track tape, every day going to school. Mm-hmm. I was raised by a single mother. <laughs> Helen Reddy was playing all the time. Her greatest album is phenomenal. Oh, yes. I have it on CD. Yeah. Yeah, what? that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I Am Woman is my go-to. I have also done a duet. I did, uh, is it Don't Go Breaking My Heart? Oh, yeah. Elton John, Kiki D. Yes, it is. Yep, I did that on mm-hmm. vacation with a friend of mine. That one's really great to do the hand motions with, <laughs> which adds a little bit to it. Didn't do the hand motions. What, you what left, hand motion? I don't even you know. You left there are some hand stuff mo- on the table Apparently, there. All right. Next time, Lori, my <laughs> other Lori friend and I get together. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. Lori is doing the motion for me right in front of me. Yeah, it's like, it's all art. Right. <laughs> art. <laughs> Sure. Um, I have also done I'm Just a Girl by Gwen Stefani. Yes. Um, whatever uh-huh. her band was. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I did that. And um, I still have shout outs from my friends that were there that night that I did it saying, hey, we need to go and, and do karaoke. Um, but yeah, that was a crowd pleaser I, song for sure. I, I I do think that karaoke is a group group sport, group yes. activity. I agree. I, I love karaoke. I think it's so much fun. Because you just relax and let go. Yep. All right. Uh, number four question. Have you ever met a celebrity? I really, I kept trying to think. I have not necessarily said, hi, my name is Lori. But I have met, shaken hands with people okay, that, that might be a celebrity. That counts. Random crazy things like we're gonna have to go to wwe wrestling (laughs) to say like i have met rick flair oh i have met ricky steamboat wow wow um not at wrestling events (laughs) not at wrestling events that's a shame (laughs) no no but book signings yeah (laughs) as if Um, and I remember it was, uh, it was actually fifth grade when I was with Miss Bridges. We went to a local TV station and this was when WKRP, everybody figure out my age, WKRP in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Great show. Yes. Gary Sandy. (gasps) I had such a crush on him when I was a kid. Hold on a minute. Lonnie Anderson. Wow. What? Wow. Beautiful. Did they come out and say hello to my class? They sure did. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. So um, those are probably. That's all. That's so cool. Yeah. I love WKRP. I used to watch it with my friend Kathy. After school, they showed it for like an hour, two episodes after school. Yeah. Never met Venus Flytrap, but... That's a shame. That would have been a good one. Or Les Nessman. Les Nessman. I love Les Nessman. These are things I know instead of history. (laughs) These are the things I know. Um, I actually am impressed that you remember all the character names from WKRP, considering how long it's been since it was on the air. Mr. Carlson? What? (laughs) What else do you need to know? 
Uh, That's how I learned about, um, do you remember the episode with Venus Flytrap? I know exactly what you're going to talk about because I told my son. The Adam? (laughs) That's how I taught him about the the proton boys and the neutron boys. The whole gang warfare of the Adam. That is hilarious. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, seriously, a couple years ago, he had to learn that for school. And I'm like, let me pull up a video for you. Of an old TV show, and right? that's how he learned about protons and neutrons. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to hear because you have probably met several celebrities. Well, I have not, but I mean, like I've had autographs and you know gotten right. that, but not. Well, I was fortunate that my husband and I lived in New York City area for a number of years, and I worked in in New York City for four or five years okay um and so i was right near rockefeller center which is where nbc um today's show and um at the time there were other david letterman other yeah david letterman uh tonight show saturday night live they were all filmed in that general area sure so i would go down to get lunch and will ferrell would be in line in front of me and so or chris farley would be out in the plaza filming a skit Oh, he wasn't in a van show. down by the river? No, <laughs> no. And, uh, and, but yeah, just walking through that whole area underneath, right. um, underneath the streets down in the basement by the ice skating rink, you'd see people all the time. Uh, but no, my notable celebrity, I actually worked for a company and a friend of mine that I worked with there was like a, a not a donor, uh, somebody who helps, a th- somebody who helps the theater and donates money to a, a theater so that they can. Yeah. They're donors, but are they called donors? What else would you call them? I don't know. They're philanthropists, but it's not I, that. I guess so. But she supported a theater okay. out, in the, out in the Hamptons. And so she got tickets to go to this special fundraiser for this theater group that she supported. And she had no one to go with her. And so she asked me if I would go. And so, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. And so we went. And it was great because we saw this little show. And it was basically, it wasn't a play so much as these celebrities getting up and performing monologues from famous plays or skits okay. or whatever. And then after that show ended, we all went across the street to a restaurant where there was like a cocktail hour and a, a little after hours party. And because my friend was one of the high money donors, we got to uh, rub elbows with all these celebrities. So the main celebrity that I'm rubbing my elbows. So the main celebrity there was Alec Baldwin. <gasps> And this was probably, this was probably in 1999. So it was a long time ago. And so so this was when he was threatening to leave America if George Bush won the election against Al Gore. And so I remember. Throwing history at me that I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, But he was threatening to move to France if George Bush won. And, And that whole controversy was big in the news around the time of this theater production. So we go in, um, my friend and I, and we're hanging out at the bar. And we look over, and two seats over is Alec Baldwin just kind of sitting by himself, um, drinking a glass of water. Not fighting with anybody? Not fighting with anybody, not talking to anybody, just kind of hanging out. And so my friend went over to him and introduced herself as one of the donors for the theater. And for the next 30 minutes, we're hanging out with Alec Baldwin, talking about our childhoods and what we think in New York City and 
we talked about the election and um he was very pleasant but i'll tell you my my main takeaway <laughs> was that his head was ginormous <laughs> and i don't mean like his ego was ginormous i mean literally if his you were to cranium. take if you were to take a, a, a pumpkin a, a pumpkin is not nearly as big as his head ginormous I know that some people have said that Ben Affleck has the biggest head in, in Hollywood. Like, he can't wear hats because his head is so big. I can't wear a hat either. <laughs> I, but I dare anyone to try and put a hat on Alec Baldwin. Okay. His head was ginormous. But he was lovely. He was so great to talk to. And then the other celebrities, that Mario Cantone was there, who went on yes. to be on Sex in the City. Yes. And he was hilarious. Christy Brinkley was there. Um... Yeah, I can't, I can't remember who the other people were. Those are the main three that I talked to that evening. Um, but it, it was a great little event. But yeah, living in New York, I got I got lucky seeing a I lot of celebrities. I knew you would have had a I moment ele- where you sat down and spoke. And- yeah, I rode in an elevator with Christopher Walken. It was a very strange <gasps> 30 seconds in an elevator. Very uncomfortable. I love him. <laughs> we have a joke in my family that... He was a question in a game we were playing one Christmas, and um, I don't even remember what it was, but was trying to get my team to guess what it was, uh-huh. and I had to act him out, and I just kept going, I'm not a bear. <laughs> I'm a bear. What is that from? He's from Saturday Night Live, where he did a skit. Well, he's done a lot of skits Yeah, I know, but Live. it was one where he's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a bear. But he's not. He's not, but... I don't remember that skit, and I've seen just about every skit that Saturday Night Live has put out. Everybody will look it up and know. They or, or, know. or they already know. They already know. It's not the guy that lives in the hotel and, like, he looks in the camera the whole time while he's talking to you? No. No. He's really dressed as a bear. I promise. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to look this up on YouTube. I did... My other brush with fame was that... I was a Girl Scout. I went to South Dakota on this summer opportunity where you go for two weeks. And the group, our group of Girl Scouts from all over the U.S., we went to Mount Rushmore and we were all watching. It was at the, it was at night. And behind us was sitting the Oak Ridge Boys. Ah, Elvira. Elvira time. So (laughs) it was like, they started singing. Um, I've forgotten what we were singing, I guess. I don't know. America the Beautiful or something. And all of a sudden you have those voices behind yeah, you. in perfect so, harmony. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's They funny. were singers. Not yes, they... so much Lori. <laughs> yes. they, they are high class uh, yeah. karaoke for sure. Yes. All right. Well, our last question. Have you ever used the phrase, back in my day... In order to describe something to someone younger than you. I don't, I don't know that I've ever said back in my day. Not even ironically? I might have said back in the day or I don't know when I would use it. I, I because I don't have kids. So Right. Yeah, but you work with people that yeah, are significantly I, younger than you. Oh, <laughs> I know. I just, 
I just roll my chair in and just try to make it through the day. Get my walker out. Well, from a holy gen- moly, God! From a generational standpoint, they're significantly younger. They wouldn't understand WKRP. They would have no idea who the Oak Ridge Boys are. So, the from a reference standpoint, back in my day, there was a band called the Oak Ridge Boys who sang a song called "All." That's a legitimate statement, right? So, don't get it twisted. That I'm implying when you work with people who are just graduating college, which you do in some instances, work with very young college graduates. Right? There's going to be a generational difference where this phrase may come up in conversation. True. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know that I've said it, though. <laughs> Have you thought it? I probably thought something else. <laughs> <laughs> something we can't say. Something we would beep, 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 beep. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure that I've said, that's not what we, you know, that's right. not how we did it or back in the day. But not back in my, my day. day. <laughs> I would just say the day because that gives me more street cred, I think. <laughs> Right? <laughs> with the young whippersnappers? Yes, with all the little whippersnappers. Well, I have said it many times to my children. I was going to say, with your kids, I'm yeah, sure you do say it. And usually when I say it, they roll their eyes and say, we don't want to hear your story, Mama. So, And then I tell it anyway to torture them because that's what, that's what good parents do. That's Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know that I, I just, I think I just keep pushing forward like either pretend you know or just move on yeah yeah all right well that's our episode for today with our five random questions and they were random they were very random um we would love for you to comment on this if you uh go to our facebook page and comment or even twitter or instagram even better send us a question you want us to answer sometime (laughs) that would be amazing well i want to hear about uh, other people meeting celebrities i want to hear celebrity stories because i know there's got to be people out there that have some good ones right right yeah so i want to hear celebrity stories i want to hear your go-to karaoke songs because i'm sure that there's plenty of them out there that are fantastic and a lot of great karaoke stories Yes. That probably we don't have time to go into here. I will say, whenever I watch movies where they do karaoke, they seem to be having a lot more fun than I ever did at karaoke. Right. Like, I've had fun at karaoke, but it's not been like the crazy party that they show in movies. Right. I want that experience. I want to know if people have had that kind of karaoke experience, or is it just a a movie thing? Yeah, because there was the movie uh, Best Friend's Wedding, I think, where they had the big karaoke scene Uh in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Bill Murray movie with Scarlett Johansson where they're in Japan. Oh, yes. And they do karaoke. Is that the home of karaoke? Maybe. Um, so, yeah, so I would love for listeners to, to so would I. share their own stories. So be sure to get in touch with us on the socials and share, 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 and let us know um, some of your faves. Yes. And some of your answers. So in the meantime, while well, Lori is now holding up two fingers, you can decide which two fingers <laughs> she's holding up. Uh, But in any event, this is the end of uh, today's Friday Five, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.